you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions 8, the Google Ads agency. So your form is used for two things. One, to give you enough information back to make autonomous decisions without the client. Two, to push away a person who should not be our client, or sorry, our client's client. What's the search term for us? I have no idea. I kind of don't really care. You could have one impression and one click turn into a good lead, and then one impression and one click turn into a bad lead. What does that tell you? Nothing. You can't do anything. It's a one-time off, and that's 90% of where this happens. So you let your form do the work. Uh, let's see. What are some lead form best practices? Good, like, cool. Yes, let's do it. All right, hop back in here. So this is going to give anybody that actually owns a business heart palpitations by asking them to do it this way. We purposely kept adding to this to the point where it actually doubt didn't really even make sense anymore. Our form is fairly large. It's very large. They can't even fill out the form if they don't know the width, height, and length of their building that they want to build. Like that's pretty crazy. It's like, hey, I'm looking for a new car. What color? It doesn't matter what color. Oh, sorry. Can't buy a new car. <laughs> like that's what we're doing. Like we're asking, what is the color of the car you want to buy? I think I like red. Oh, we don't have red, buy. <laughs> like we're getting that bottom of the funnel right now. And then even how did you hear about us? Like we're making sure this is actually where these people are coming from. That's why I was okay capturing breaks. It's like I did an internet search. Like it's pretty cool. Another one that I'm going to share with you all, this one here, the other company that we're running lead generation, it's, it's V5. Do I have V5? Ah, let me just grab it real quick. Sorry, everyone. Give me one moment. Please hold. Hey, John, while you're searching for it, maybe you can talk about the Solutions 8 form also because we have one. So when somebody wants to become a client or request some information, they have to fill out a form. And one of the questions in there is also, where do you hear from us? Mm -hmm. Right? Yep. That's a really, really good example. We'll go through that right after this one too. And we don't um, have to block it out. Hey, look at that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> perfect. Look at you. I'm not a content creator, so I don't, I forget these things. So thank you for that. Let me just get the, here we go. So this is our main form that we use for lead generation in this company here. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, eleven 11, areas to complete. And the reason why this is important is because anybody know what this is? Select the SLAs you currently utilize, 24 by 7 by 4, 8 by 5 by NBD. I guess no big deal. Maybe I don't know what that means. <laughs> I don't know what it means either. Perfect. I don't know. Like that's pretty much what I would type in. But what's nice is this stops spam. When we ran Pmax for them, we didn't get spammed on this form. We got spammed everywhere else. This form didn't didn't get spammed. Now we like email search better because we just have two and a half years of consistency there and wasn't really worth testing Pmax larger. But one example of a lead that we generated with this form is the United States Army. The United States Army was actually fill out this form and they were the, what's nice about this is after you go through this section, there's also like three other sections that you have to go through. And some examples of the leads that were coming in, what's nice about this is the more you can make it not necessarily hard, we don't want to make it difficult. We want to make it difficult for the people who shouldn't be filling out the form so you don't have to have twenty-seven thousand fields and be like well dang like this didn't work what we want to have is enough to push away oh, sorry that's a deal ppc deal this field here i don't know if we can do this everywhere but this field if it's at a gmail account we'll ask them for a different email address you cannot fill out this form on a gmail account it's kind of cool so unless you have a business account you can't fill out our form that's okay so we know his name is bart matches up to the email 
What's Bart, Bart's job title? Well, he's the environmental solutions manager. Excellent. We have his last name. He's not in order. And then what's the message required? Like this is the message. I have two X-rated machines in Austin. Can you help recycle dispose of these things? This company right that I'm marketing for inside of, inside of this client, it does a uh, imaging repair and medical equipment services. So that's kind of the keywords that we're going after. So let's see what they search. Fixed medical equipment. Perfect. So probably a wrong type of lead, but... I can see exactly right off the bat, hmm, this person wasn't good. This is not the right type of lead that we're generating. I don't even need to talk to the client, but I know that this is in lead, lead stage. They haven't started working with them yet because this, this lead probably just came in when this just come in yesterday. So this one probably will be moved to a disapproval, but all of this stuff has to be up to speed. And if it's not, I almost don't necessarily want to even work with the client because I right here, it's, imagine all of the stuff you could do with this. I know that the, well, I can call the client right now and be like, hey, quest resource management, probably bad lead, right? Yep. What PPC agency would do that? Usually PPC agencies like, well, if you look at the CPA, it's low. And the client's like, yeah, but these leads are junk. Cool. Like that's never a, never a good solution. So your form is used for two things. One, to give you enough information back to make autonomous decisions without the client. Two, to push away a person who should not be our client's client. No one's going to go through this outside of PMAX. Again, this is not talking about PMAX. PMAX is a whole other situation that we won't discuss today. Let's just talk about video and, and search and that kind of stuff. Let's, let's talk about non-spammy channels here for a moment. When you have a real person <laughs> with some intent filling out these forms, you want to put barriers to entry that are not impossible for them to get through, appropriate for them to get through, but appropriate for us to see autonomously if it's a good lead or not, and enough for us to make decisions, but also have our clients make decisions. This is not a glitch. I'm interrupting because I need to remind you that I'm always looking for people to join our team. So if you're passionate about Google Ads and you want to work with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, please go to solate.com forward slash apply. Speaking of working with the best Google Ads agency on the planet, if you're having trouble with Google Ads and you want professional help, that's what we do. You can go to solate.com, that's S-O-L-8.com, to apply for your free, no obligation action plan. And if I've given you any level of value at all, maybe think about giving me a thumbs up and subscribing to our channel. That's how we juice the YouTube algorithm so they actually know that I know what I'm talking about. If you have questions, comments, concerns, or confessions, hit me below in the comments. And now back to your regularly scheduled program. So it looked like it went through. It wasn't a, it was a bad lead. It was actually quoted and then lost. So this is 12 days old. We cover 11 countries in the Western slope of Colorado, and I'm needing a company to do the full inventory maintenance and calibration. Awesome. Perfect. Exactly what I want. Chief operating officer, access health system. Yes, we love preventative maintenance and we do perfectly. Now they lost the deal because they got outbid, but I love these. Now, where did this person come from? Fixed medical equipment. Same keyword. Same keyword that brought me the junk. Same keyword that brings me the good. What's the search term for this? I have no idea. I kind of don't really care. A lot of times these are so inaccurate, or not inaccurate, but so wide variety. You can have one impression and one click turn into a good lead. And then one impression, one click turn into a bad lead. What does that tell you? Nothing. You can't do anything. It's a one time off. And that's 90% of where this happens. So you let your form do the work. Your form is going to be what is going to be your saving grace? It is going to give you also a very defensible position to the client. I can go to the client and say, hey, you guys really screwed up Tina How? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> like we overshot it, blah, 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 blah. I already know it's a good deal. I already know exactly what the person was looking for. I already know I did my job. And now I just get to poke the tail and be like, hey, where did this fall off the crack? What now collectively as solutions eight, what do we just do? We took the pr pressure and onus off of us. We put it on the client. The client's like, I'm sorry, John. You're delivering awesome leads and we're just messing this up. The client will sometimes even apologize to me for doing all the hard work and them dropping the ball. 
So the people that pay us apologize to us. That's what your form can do. Now, imagine if it was this. Tina came over and Tina has access health system. Okay. What does that tell us? Nothing. I have no idea what's going on with that lead. Client could be like, Tina, I'm just trying to sell us uh, an MRI machine. Can you give me a better quality lead, please? So it protects you. It offers you that level of autonomy. So your form, again, just to recap, it's enough for it to push away people that should not be filling out the form. It's enough to give you an indication that you're having some level of success and you'll want to make your changes based off of that after they go through sales cycle. But three, it also gives the onus off of you and then to your clients now that you get to then question them. I see I delivered you a good lead. What did you do? And now you're able to be able to have a better conversation that's more collaborative. Now don't, don't go in there and be like, ha ah, ha, like in Pokemon Prod and be like, look what I'm doing and you're all are terrible. But it's a good way for you to work collaboratively. You'd say, okay, step one, deliver us quality leads. That's done. Step two, now what? And you don't even have to go into that area, but it just leaves you that opportunity to come up and brainstorm with ideas with the client. That's how important your form is. Any questions so far? No, but we do have a comment from Saptak and he says that's SLA stands for service level agreement. The turnaround time agreed upon initially. So there you go. Thank you, Saptak. Hey, <laughs> good job. Yeah, there, this client was looking for people that, and this is how hard this is, people that have a large amount of Cisco hardware that is now coming to end of life means that they are no longer, the Cisco company is no longer going to be servicing these products anymore and they are left on their own. And sometimes these rooms are millions and millions of dollars and Cisco's just like, well, can't send a repair tech out. That's now antiquated. And they're like, well, I'm not just going to go blow $5 million. Like, what do I do? This company says, hey, we'll, we'll take up from there. Like where they stop, we'll provide parts, service and, and, and warranties for your, it's like, a, it's, a, it's an extended warranty only for a room rather than like your Ford. So yeah, inbound search has been difficult. So what keywords do those people search? <laughs> that was that was a hard one. Any prerequisites for go to go for this strategy like conversion history? I just make sure I understand that question, sorry. Any prerequisites to go for this strategy like conversion history? What do you mean? Yeah, I think Mehdi is asking if there are any prerequisites. So this strategy works for example, conversion history or something else? Oh, 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 no. What's interesting is this strategy works the best when you can whittle down your list of keywords. That's really where, where this works well. Now, conversion history, yes. However, this is a very dangerous game to play in. If you have a client that has been running Google ads for some time, let's say a year, but there has not been an investigation into lead quality or sales process. That will actually put you at a disadvantage if you try to make changes to the existing campaign. It's actually better to do two things. One, build a new campaign and two, use a different conversion action, preferably a new one. So you're resetting the history of that account. When you, when you come into an account where search terms look a little haywire, but the CPA is good and everything is looking okay, usually that means that there's something wrong that the client's not happy and they're hiring us. So what this has to say is someone was running a campaign, they were getting leads, they were getting good leads instead of Google, good leads, good CPA. And the client said, well, these aren't closing. Bad strategies to take that and try to like turn that around. Broad is going to be a self-learning algorithm. So you're going to essentially just try to paint the, the ship that's sinking a different color. Like it's still sinking. You're not going to fix that. What you have to do is kind of restart. But you want to restart with the mindset of I'm only going to make changes when I see good or bad actual leads being generated that have sale data tied to it. And you can only really get that from the client. When I was on that conversation with that other company that sells the buildings, after I cranked this thing up, I still don't see conversions, but he's like, yeah, he's like, 
everyone knows the change. We're like, what did you guys do the last 10 days? This is, this is awesome. Lead flow increased by 30%. I'm like, cool. I, I already, I now know that it, it is working well. It doesn't even need to see conversions. That's how scary this is, but it works, works well. And even maximize clicks using broad is working well. But again, I did track conversions for a year prior to this. I was tracking conversions in that, that campaign. That's actually a point that I did miss. So I apologize. Where was that campaign? Sorry, I said the name. Restart that. This company here, if we're not going to forget blur it. When you look at all time, the same campaign here, not the same campaign, actually, it was a different campaign. Or was it the same campaign? Yeah, no, I was. I was tracking conversions. And I was tracking conversions in a different campaign that was cloned from this one. So this is actually still the same same campaign. I was tracking conversions. It was just before their website rebuild this last year. So it stopped in September 2020. So I already knew that these worked. I just stumbled down on it. But I still have eight negative keywords since 2019. <laughs> that part's true. Eight keywords since 2019. That is that's against everyone's best practice. But I still made a 4,000 ROI. So I win. Anker dropped in a chat screenshot. I don't know if you want to open it, John. Is He says that it's a great example of why should we use broad. Icar, what do you mean by this one? I see the screenshot here. Yeah. So with, with broad match, you will also target keywords that you haven't planned for. Like there in that screenshot. Okay. I can't see. Okay. I got it. So now. here, right? So dog allergy relief. Like if you are using phrase or exact, you will never show an ad to a person who is searching for my dog has bumps all over his body. Itche. Right. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. So you're saying that pure broad goes really mm. top of funnel Yep. and it, it captures kind of all areas in the funnel, which makes a lot of sense. That's a great example. It goes after questions, even goes after competitor search terms. Like I can see that broad match will sometimes pop open mm. for for competitor terms. But if that, if Google thinks that that person is going to convert, so it's like, should we run a, uh, should we run a competitor campaign? Oh no, I got that. Should we run top middle of the funnel? Got that too. Should we do keyword sculpting? No, that's not possible. Like it takes all of the standard standard optimizations out. But what's funny is the reason why this fails and people still hate it is a, because they try to apply skag to pure broad, which doesn't work. They try to negative keyword themselves into performance, which doesn't work. So all of like the the value that, that an agency may place on themselves as to why they consider themselves good is taken away from broad. It, it clashes with their ego and they're not willing to learn and leverage their, 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 they fight. And then they, then they, they disparage. They say, oh yeah, well, if you want to just use broad and, and not make any optimization, I guess you do that. It's like, all right, well, what if it works better? So yeah, it, it's exactly right. The broad match will match the brand. It, it wasn't in this campaign. It was in a different campaign or a different account. I know I'll share that with y'all here, but the broad match will sometimes give a false positive. And if the client finds it, it's game over for us. But if we find it, it's, it's good. For Thanks for listening to the Google ads podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google ads, you can subscribe to the solutions eight YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google ads agency in the world, you can visit solutions eight at S O L eight.com. Custom here. If you're running Google ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation. Notice I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan. 
a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's S-O-L-8.com. S-O-L, the number eight, dot com.